Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Get Up and Do podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Gardner, also known as Get Fit with Melissa on Instagram. And this is your co-host, uh, Ryan Gardner, healthyryan.g on Instagram. And we are at it. Hi, guys. Tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and for clicking this episode to listen to. I think it's going to be a really good one. Um, so on my Instagram page, I asked you guys to ask us a question, ask us the trainers a question, um, because I want to do a new segment called ask the trainers. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of a clever acronym and it just wouldn't make sense. Um, it'd be at, <laughs> it, it sounds stupid. So anyway, it's just going to be called ask the trainers, like part one, part two, part yeah. three is what I'm hoping for it to become. So you guys, a lot of you asked questions. Um, but we can't, we don't have enough time to go through everyone. So we, we're just going to kind of pick our top ones Knock that I think. Down. Yeah, one um, by one. Yeah, two that I think two. are good questions. They're all good questions. I'm just going to pick the ones that I think a lot of people will probably have in common, um, about the question. So the first question that I wanted to choose is, um, any ideas on how to encourage your spouse to begin working out? And the reason why I, that one sticks out to me the most is because um, I used to be the spouse that had to be encouraged to work out or the girlfriend, I guess. When we were married, I was more encouraged. Yeah. Um, but I used to really struggle working out. I've talked about this in the past that working out was not my forte. It was Ryan's. Ryan lived in the gym, loved the gym. Um, it wasn't my biggest... Um, strength, which is crazy, knowing who I am now, um, I really struggled. And I have my own tips on this, but Ryan, you can just speak to it because you kind of had to help me here. What would you suggest for this person? So, yeah, the, um, the, the main thing here, I think, is um, it has to be the, your spouse's ultimate choice, right? Um, so, being uh uptight or being like upset uh with your spouse because they don't want to go to the gym or because they you know aren't into exercise or whatever the case may be that has to it has to be their choice right ultimately however um i think you always have to leave the invitation you always have to encourage right so um you know it's like hey yeah, so, yeah, today, you know, bringing it up in regular conversation. So, yeah, I'm going to the gym at 3 today. Um, did you want to come with? No? Okay. No problem. You know, just, like, encouraging. If they do come with, how was your workout? Like, did you hit any other exciting PRs? Like, did you run faster? Like, you know what I mean? Just being encouraging and exciting and, and making it a, a collaborative game. effort, you know, something that's not you know, as it, it's exercise is extremely important. Don't get me wrong. Right. Of course it is. But, um, making somebody feel like they're compelled to do it, um, I think can be counterproductive, um, and cause them to stray away from that area. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, it's like anything else. If you are being forced to do something, you're less likely to do it than if you were just to do it on your own free will. Exactly. So it's like, I think for in our situation, particularly, um, the gym always brought me so much joy. Um, and I think, um, that kind of rubbed off on you, you know, um, because I was finding joy in it. You wanted to find joy in it. And we, 
uh, talked about it and talked to together, collaborated and figured out the best ways for us to, you know, enjoy our time there. That's, I think I would suggest all the same things. Like Ryan said, if it's something forceful or you are holding it over their head or you get upset with them because they aren't working out or aren't being healthy, um, it's going to turn into something negative. They're going to not want to do it more. But think about like yourself, like when you're working out or getting into fitness or health or you're changing kind of your lifestyle, you love that positive reinforcement, the little compliments like, wow, you're looking so good. Like I can see your hard work, like great job. Just that positive reinforcement really, really helps and like keeps them motivated because it's like, wow, she's saying I'm looking good or he's saying I'm looking good. I'm going to keep going. Like, yeah, actually that wasn't that bad. One thing I want to say too is if you're, if your spouse is working out with you, unless they ask, don't, don't try to be their trainer or coach because oh yeah that turns out to be such a shit show. Ask Ryan. Ryan would try to correct me all the time and he'd frustrate me more and he was being helpful. But I think it really pissed me off more and made me not want to go more than it encouraged me to. And I think it's just because when you're struggling, right, to have someone else, like someone you love, come over and correct you or come over and try to give you advice, it just... I don't know. You're already insecure as it is. It just is hard. Whereas if I reached out to Ryan and I said, hey, will you check my form? And he gave me feedback. It was much different. I asked for it and everything. So unless they're actually going to like get hurt or it's detrimental, like you have to correct it, maybe approach that way. Hey, you look really good, but your form's a little bit off. Like you're going to get really hurt. Like, let me just say this, like do it this way. Yeah. Or you just wait for the inevitable, like, man, my back is hurting a lot today. And it's like, oh, that like I'm sorry that sucks um I did notice though like um you know you're engaging a little bit too much on your deadlift so maybe try this you know what I mean so it's kind of solicited it's not unsolicited I could have definitely done about that better you know you go to the gym and that's kind of where we hit our sweet spot is you know we like to do workouts together um from time to time you know um but for the most part we go in there and we do our thing uh individually and you know uh, some people love the group, uh, effort and some people love the collaborative and, and buddy part of the gym and that's fine. It's different for different people, but you just have to kind of find out what works for you and what works for your spouse. Yeah. And I think like Ryan said earlier, like you just keep doing your thing, going, working out, being at the gym, like opening that invite like do you want to come with no okay and like still being like kind about it bringing home foods in your house that makes it maybe a little bit easier to switch that mindset um for everyone i think overall will be is really good um i had a client tell me today like her husband asked her when she's gonna be done weighing her food and she's like it's just kind of my way of life now yeah and i think at first it might bother them but then they start to like understand it, that it makes you happy. And then it starts to slowly influence them. Like, okay, maybe what are my food choices? What am I, what can I get better at? So anyway, like in one of our episodes, influence the room. Don't let it influence you. You can clearly do that to yeah. your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, and on their own time, let them do it. Um, okay. Next question. So this question says, why do you think health and fitness isn't promoted more in media with COVID? So this one's kind of tricky. And I think more than anything, we're just going to kind of give our opinion yeah. on it. Um, I think the media caters to fear. I think the media caters to what makes headlines and what gets views, kind of like Instagram and social media. Mm -hmm. Um 
people either want to get really upset about something or like really excited about something. And so I think that they don't talk about like being healthy or fit um, in the media to help with COVID or to combat COVID is because it's not a part of their agenda. Like I think a lot of people know and understand like, yeah, the healthier you are, the more likelihood you can be COVID that you are going to have a like a higher chance of like surviving it and stuff. And that the more you're not healthy or you're not fit, um, the harder it might be, um, higher chances of your, of you going to the hospital and stuff. I don't want to get too political here or too much into it, but that's just kind of my opinion is the more people are able to, I guess, fight it with like being healthy and fit. I think it, ruins the agenda of the media and then they don't have any more stories to talk about yeah um and even then i've seen one or two here and there depending on the news channel that does talk about it's starting to come out yeah like some anecdotal notes and stuff they're like oh yeah if you work out like you're less likely to get hospitalized or something like that um i think though honestly most of us know that yeah and we just choose to ignore it mm-hmm. but i agree like sometimes i wonder i'm like okay we're shutting down gyms but we're not shutting down malls we're fast shutting we're not shutting down fast food restaurants at least here in the united states you know it was something me and ryan questioned a lot um because either way it's still contact but that's my thought on it yeah i don't think we'll get too much into the actual protocols the covid protocols and stuff like that cuz we could talk forever about that kind of stuff and our views on that um but in terms of a fitness and health standpoint, I think the media, they, so the stories that they put out, it's, it's dependent. Like they want people to look to them for the answers, right? Um, so they want people to say, okay, like, so the news is telling me like that COVID is this dangerous or that there are these many cases or whatever. Um, but they also want you to come back and say, well, what's the answer, right? They want you to say, okay, well, the news told me this is the problem. So now I want the news to tell me this is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want you to come back to them and watch again or read again or listen again. Um, with fitness and health um, and, and a healthier lifestyle, that puts the um, dependency on the individual. So that puts it to you. Um, it's your, you're in control of that situation of your fitness and health in most cases, right? Not all cases, but most cases. You can decide what you put in your body. You can decide how you move your body and how often you move your body. Um, but when the solution to the problem is what treatment do I get, the um, media wants you to come back to them and say, okay, should I get the vaccine? What did doctors say about the vaccine? What did doctors say about treatment? What did doctors say about this medication versus that medication of whoever's in their ear at the time? Um, so they have other engagements, I'm sure, behind the scenes as well. Um, we won't get into all of that, but I think it's, it's just, you know, it's their job to, you know, it's become more of a, you know, how do, how does the media in particular TV news stay alive um, and continue to get ratings and continue to get, um, you know, views and people coming back. It's a business. So, um, no, that's, that's, you know, I, I think that's what it boils down to. It's their business model. I agree. I agree that it's just, it all has an agenda. All has an agenda. 
Um, okay. So the next question we got asked, um, that I think is really a good question. What is the key to losing body fat versus just weight? I actually really love this question because this is a wonderful question. It gets confused quite often. Um, so when you're thinking weight loss, okay, you just want to lose weight. You just want to see that scale go down. Like I, I'm, uh, what's it called? A repeating bird. Is that what it's called? A bird that never broken record. A broken record that. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, it's just a caloric deficit. Like that's it. Like if you are just focusing on weight loss, it's the energy you're expending out versus the energy you're bringing in. The energy you're bringing in is food. So if you're eating more food than what you're burning, you're going to not see the scale move or you're going to see it go up. It's all energy balance. But if your yeah. energy balance is I'm burning more and I'm eating less, we're going to see a weight loss. That doesn't mean, please, for the love of God, that doesn't mean eat 1,200 calories, 1,300 calories. That just means if you burn in a day, if your total daily energy expenditure is 2,200 calories and you consume 1,700 calories, that is a clear deficit, right? Like yeah. you burned more than what you ate, okay? Yep. So just- There's and- a threshold there, like you're saying. Yeah, it's when it's too low, your metabolism s- slows down. So you don't want that to happen. Uh, but you want to be lower it, than it your just energy like when you eat too low, your metabolism adapts to that low point, right? And it yeah. just struggles to Holds like on to recover stuff for longer. to yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's th- that is energy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, thermogenesis. My brain's broken right now. Yeah, so thermogenesis. Sorry, you guys. Yeah. Um, that's the whole point of it. You guys have heard us talk about it. If you've listened to us to all the episodes, go we back have, and listen to the caloric deficit yeah, episode. We've talked about this quite a bit. Um, now fat loss. So if you're going for um, fat loss versus just weight loss, because that's burning what the fat said, right? in particular. Yes, a few key components. Ryan, chime in whenever you think. Um, caloric deficit still. Yep. But it's not like the huge main like emphasis. I think the main emphasis when you're trying to go for fat loss is you are focusing on strength training, a little bit of cardio in there, but you want to make sure you have enough muscle and strength. Um, in order to see that like fat loss, right? Cause the more muscle you have, the less fat you should have. Um, and then I say your protein, making sure your protein's on point because it's one of yeah. the building blocks of muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just making sure, like I said, you're in that slight caloric deficit and a little bit of cardio. And there you go. Yeah. I think in order for loss of any kind, fat or otherwise, um, there has to be an energy imbalance towards loss right mm-hmm. so you have to still be in a caloric deficit consistently um but yeah i think you know you you focus more on that recomp of gaining more muscle or resistance training in general um intense uh resistance training um is probably like progressive overload is, is, is more effective for fat loss. Um, so yeah, pro- progressive overload, which also, um, you know, scroll down through the episodes. If you haven't listened to our episode on progressive overload, the, that principle, very important, uh, for muscle growth. Um, and then that's how you're going to be able to burn fat. Now you're not going to be able to target fat. So you're not going to be able to, uh, lose where you exactly want to lose. Um, you know, targeting belly fat or targeting uh, your hips or your butt or wherever. Um, it's just, you know, it's going to be fat loss and gradually you'll lose it. Um, in certain places. Where you want to lose it and otherwise, you know, there's not really a way to spot reduce. Um, but I think you hit it right on the head. 
Okay. I think too, and I'm sure a lot of people will argue this, when you're thinking more fat loss space, I think counting macros has a better success rate than calories because when you're calorie based, I in my head, this is just what makes sense because of what I know about the two. And we are going to do an episode about the two. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Calories, when you're just in your caloric deficits because you're working on that weight loss, right? What's important to you is the energy you're having in and the energy you're having out. Whereas if fat loss is what's important to you, that body recomp, like Ryan was saying, when you're keeping your macronutrients in check, right? And you can still be in a deficit. So you oh, yeah. you get your macros in your deficit. Yeah. Have to be. Um, but instead of focusing on just calories, you're focusing on the nutrients you're, that those calories, you're getting those calories from. So your fats your proteins, your carbs, um, those three components. And when they're all in check, you start to see that fat loss more and more. Yeah. And and that's, I'm glad you brought that up and how you talked about protein emphasis because you want to, you, you need to have a healthy balance. Uh, for most people have want to have a healthy balance of fats, carbs, and proteins. But having an emphasis on protein, um, it actually burns you burn more calories breaking down protein um when you ingest it so mathematically um you end up losing more fat and it keeps you that's why it keeps you fuller for longer um so protein is it's just so huge um to manage a healthy lifestyle i yeah absolutely this episode's becoming a little bit longer i think i just want to answer one more i was gonna do three but I think this last one we can hit really fast. Um, one of the questions asked is, what helps you stay consistent? Um, as trainers, I, I don't want to tell you guys what helps us stay consistent because I think you guys know. We've talked about it enough. Yeah. Um, as trainers, though, asking us that question, I would definitely say, like, like our last episode, being clear on why it's important to you. Of whatever you're doing. Knowing your why. Yeah, Yeah, knowing your why, um, your health and fitness journey, that will help you stay consistent. That will help you wake up every single day. Um, Setting alarms, setting intentionality of why you're working out, um, what you're going to work out. So writing up your workouts um, can be very helpful. Um, Setting little weekly goals that can add up to big things, whether that's um, wake up three times this week or maybe put on workout clothes. We've talked about this in our last episode too. and honestly, for me, being consistent, it's just after after time, it just becomes second nature. It's like brushing your teeth, taking a shower, whatever it may be. Working out is just second nature to us because... It's what we do. Yeah. It um, it saves my mental health. I know it helps Ryan too. And watching our bodies go through what they do and see how strong they are is actually really amazing. And I feel like people don't recognize that enough i think people get too focused on the scale going down or the right foods or the wrong foods and honestly if you're always fixated on that you forget the why and so when you focus on the really fun things on the system that got you there like the waking up routine of pre-workout and reading your book or uh, maybe it's the nightly routine of getting to the gym and no one's there and you're by yourself and you can blast your music or whatever yeah, it may be yeah, yeah. like that those feelings man they keep you consistent they keep you going and i think that goes for a lot of people just having that high and having that like excitement i think if you ask any trainer or any influencer or any person that's in the fitness realm 
they can all say the same thing at first. It's not easy. It's not easy staying consistent. Absolutely. But when you're clear on why it is important to you and you make it fun and you make it enjoyable, you just remain consistent. Yeah. When you make it a routine, when you make it a part of your life, um, and it's, it's all about your, how you feel about yourself. Um, and when you make that a routine, um, when, when that routine gets broken, you feel off. You feel like, yeah, this isn't really like me, you know? Um, so creating that routine of, of feeling good every day after you get a workout in, you know what I mean? Um, of feeling good about yourself mentally. Um, that's what really keeps you consistent because it's just, it's just what you do every day. Um, you know, people will ask me all the time, how do you wake up at, at 4 a.m. and go work out? Say it's just, it's just what I do. Yeah, just know? like I said, that's how all I can explain. It. It's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. I can't tell you why because that's how my schedule works. <laughs> because that's how it works. Yeah. You know, um, that's what works for me. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Um, but I think finding your own routine is what's going to work for you. And it will be what keeps you consistent. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for everyone who asked questions today. Yeah. Um, we Keep will, coming. Yeah, we will do a part two to this. So if you have any other questions you want us to answer, please send them in. I'll do this probably every other week, like every two weeks for you guys to ask questions. And then I have some questions on here that I want to answer the next time that we just didn't have time to answer today. Um, a couple supplement questions and stuff that I think is really important, age-related questions. Yeah. Um, so we will get to those. If your um, question if two. your question wasn't answered, don't worry. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the way. Don't worry. So anyway, with that said, I hope you guys have a great day. I know you're going to have a great day. You'll listen to this podcast episode, so I know it's going to be great. So anyway, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing and have a good one.